Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Okay. So today I went on a field trip to the pumpkin patch. That's I got right. um, a Cinderella pumpkin. Yeah. And a... Like a mini pumpkin. A mini greenish, whitish pumpkin. Cute, yes. Okay. This... Okay, no, actually no. It's fine. Okay. This isn't what it looks like. Series by... Secret Se- Series. By Pseudonymous Bosch. <laughs> warning. And it also says, warning, shield your eyes. Book number four. Good job. Thank you. Okay. Chapter. Negative four. Anastasia. Page number 175. An, ask, an axe crashed through the cell door. Anastasia stepped through the splintered <clears throat> wood holding a candle in front of her next to her bewhisked bewhiskered bewhiskered colleague colleague thomas holding his axe brunes gatewood are you in here i told you i told you they couldn't keep you two for two for long yeah I told you, you that they couldn't keep you two for long. Can I? He's <laughs> just too much struggle. Yeah. Okay. I can't read that well. Okay. You can read well. I think okay. you get, I think you just get like nervous. Once the recorder goes on, I think it makes you nervous. Okay. Chapter four, Anastasia. Okay. If you do that, it's going to make too much noise. But I need you to sit down. An axe crashed through the cell door. Anastasia stepped through the splintered wood, holding a candle in front of her. Next to her, her bewhiskered colleague, Thomas, holding his axe. Burns? Gatewood? Are you in here? I think it's Burns, but Burness. It's their last name. It doesn't really matter. I told you they couldn't keep you two for long. Anastasia called into the darkness, eyes glinting above the mask. Her long hair fell heavily over her shoulders. The jester blinked, obviously surprised to see this mysterious woman standing in the cellar doorway. Sorry, milady, it's just me, and he looked in Cass's direction, but of course didn't see her. Just me. And who is just me, Anastasia, looked at the jester sitting there with his hat askew. Please tell me you are not a jester, and that is just your disguise. Does the king dare insult me by locking my men up with fools? Do not worry, said the jester dryly. I am not a real jester anymore. The king saw to that. Come on, nobody's in here. Anastasia's bandit colleague. That's right, Thomas. Nobody. Merely a tool of royalty who is now abandoned property. This is the thanks he gets for making a monarch laugh while his subjects starve. Well, well, just desserts, I say. How does the saying go? If you lie down with the dogs, you will rise with the fleas. If you saw how comfortably the king's dogs lie, you would lie with them too, declared the jester. Their pillows are fine indeed. As for the royal fleas, they do not bite, but merely scratch 
when you complain of an itch. They are but servants in minimal miniature livery. Cass stifled a laugh, but Anastasia did not appear to be listening. With the contemptuous look at the jester, she swung her hair around and left, leaving the cell door open. Let's go, whispered Cass. What? Oh, yes. Answer the... Oh, what? Oh, yes, answered the jest, his eyes still focused on where Anastasia had been standing. I'm glad you're here. I thought maybe I'd imagined you after all. No, I'm right here in the flesh. Well, in the invisible flesh. She gave him a tug. Outside of their cell, it was chaos. Every door in the dungeon had opened in the search for the captured bandits and the cheers of the escaping prisoners rang through the corridor so loudly it sounded like they were in some kind of an underground sports stadium. Cass hesitated before following the other prisoners out of the dungeon. Ugh, those poor guys. Oh, those poor those poor guys. All the prison guards had been thrown into a cesspool, mouths gauged, or mouthed gagged, hands bound, and they stood up on to their shoulders in muck, watching the muted rage. The jester chuckled. Why the angry faces, gents? Are you not slugs of your native element? What smelly mud do you should you what smelly mud to you should be mother's milk? A few of the guards lunged towards him, only to slide deeper into the cesspool. From the looks of their eyes, the guards were thinking about what to do with the jester if they ever got their hands on him again, and they weren't planning to pat him on the back. Come on. Cass clutched the jester's hands and ran up the stone stairs and out into the moonlight. Just outside the exit, the bandits were waiting on horsebacks, a few rider, a few riderless horses at the ready. Look, let's get on the gray one over there, whispered Cass, pointing to the ho- horse standing by, standing by a wall a few feet away. The horse whined invitingly. The jester hesitated. I have a terrible fear of horses. Oh, great, Cass groaned. Could you be more like Max Ernest if you tried? I don't think so. What? Never mind. There's no time to be afraid. We have to get out of here. Don't worry, said the jester, standing tall. I conquered the fear long ago. First, I escaped from prison. You were in prison before, asked Cast, alarmed. What did you do? Nothing. I was referring to my parents' house. It was far worse than this place. Unexpectedly agile, the jester hopped onto the gray horse and pulled up Cass after him. Anastasia reined her black steed next to him. You, jester, what are you doing? That's not your horse. The jester laughed. You're a fine one to talk, madam thief. I was just, I would bet a king's ransom that the horse you're sitting on is not yours either. But if you like, I will give this one back after we have escaped. Anastasia was about to offer retort when a dozen soldiers on horseback appeared from behind the palace, heading in their direction. Very well, she said, displeased, follow us. But if you lose that horse, you will pay with your life. Men, in a minute. She whispered, she whistled, and the bandits took off the thunder on thunder hooves. Cass woke in the stiff neck and with a sharp twig poking her back above her a maple tree patterns of green and gold. It was dry. Raising her head slightly, she spied a few burlap tents and a trail of smoke winding upward. Distinctively, she reached for the double monocle, and then she remembered it was gone. Oh, well, she survived without x-ray vision. She could, it, t- it shows you what's not there. Or what is there. It shows you the things that you can't see, but are really there. So things from other realms. You could see ghosts. You could see spirits. 
You could see Cass, who's in time travel, a soul time travel. Well, she had survived without x-ray vision in the past, or rather the future. She would have, she would have to do it again. Rubbing her eyes, she, locked out, she looked out at the campsite in the old-fashioned way. It was a, the bandit's campsite. She doused when she saw the surly-looking man, Thomas, striding towards her, his black mask hanging around his neck with an axe swinging from his thigh. She was about to greet him when he walked right past her, humming in the way that one does when he is alone. She'd forgotten for a moment he couldn't see her. Like a spy, she watched him stop a few tree, a few at a at a tree a few feet away. With the tiny streams starting to trickle in her direction, she had an awful realization that he was relieving himself of the of the previous night's drink. Ew, he was peeing. Yeah. She scooted safely just in time. The scoot uh, as the bandits returned to camp, the jester walked up to Cass, or rather, his hat or rather to his hat, which was sitting on the rock five feet away from her. It was, it was the first time Cass had seen him be bareheaded in the daylight. His orange curls sprang up in every direction like coiled wires. Cass, he whispered to the hat, are you up? Yes, but I'm over here to the right, she whispered back. Where? He looked around confused. I left my hat as a marker. I moved around. I move around a lot when I sleep. Wait. Stay there. She got up and walked over to him. Here I am, she said, picking up his hat. The jester stepped back in surprise as the hat appeared to fly into the air and land on his head. Ah, I see that I see that you are, he said, recovering. I brought you breakfast. He held a metal cup filled with some type of gruel porridge. I wasn't sure if you ate real food or if you only needed invisible substance, said the jester, waiting for the cup to move in air. I'm starving, but this is disgusting. What is it? The jester laughed. Do they not have fermentry where you come from? Well, enjoy it. Those selfish thieves have a pile of treasure that would be envious of dragons. But I had to beg and plead for that tin cup. They're not selfish. They steal from the rich and give to the poor like Robin Hood. The jester laughed. Who? All I know is that I'm poor and they're not giving any treasure to me. I think the only reason they let me have that cup was was so it stuck to their lodestone. Have you ever seen a lodestone? Uh, I don't think so. Marvelous thing, said the jester. Metal sticks right to it as if it were glue. They're talking about metal. I mean, mm. a, a magnet. Mm. You mean a magnet? The jester's face froze. Give the cup back to me, he whispered. But I'm not done. Just give it to me. Anastasia's coming. He grabbed the cup and he spilled fermentry all over himself, practicing for comedy. Anastasia regarded as the jester with arched eyebrows. Without her mask, she was even more beautiful, but no less formidable. I think the next time, perhaps, you should use an empty cup for rehearsal. It's not the same, said the jester, playing along. I need to feel it to spill. I need to feel the spill to play the role. And yet, you need you need not a real actor to whom stays your say your lines. I saw you talking a moment ago, he said. He is very talented, I thought, and who can speak to the air? Watch as I shall pluck a whole world from my air. My comedy is my magic. My jokes are my spells. Perhaps, said Anastasia, turning serious, but your spells have no place here. They do not protect us from the king's men, nor do they clothe the poor. Yes, but they feed the soul. 
We want to feed the hungry. That is our goal. Must their food be somber? Do not do not the poor deserve a merry dinner so they can forget their hunger, forget injustice? No, so they can laugh at it. Tis not the same. The bandit shook her head. The men and I agreed. You must go on foot. Do not forget that horse is ours. You have five minutes. If you are not gone when I return, then we shall remember how close you were with the king, and we shall be much less generous with you. The jester watched her leave, uncharacteristically quiet. Cass looked from the for the big porridge stain on the shirt and the gloom expression on his face. Sorry if I made you look silly. I should have given you the cup back faster. The jester shrugged sadly. To her, I was will always be silly, I think, no matter how I look. He forced a smile. Do not worry. A jester is not a jester, who was not sometimes seen talking to himself. That is not our job, to throw balls from our right hand to our left and throw jokes from our left side to the mouth of our right. A jester is no more in need of an audience than a puppy needs a kitten to chase its tail. Or is the kitten who needs the puppy? Or the bird? What I mean is, I have no more need for Anastasia than, uh, well... He stammered, confused by his own analogy. I am perfectly merry without her, that is all. I never wanted to marry her. Who said you did, asked Cass, slightly mystified. Nobody. I am perfectly capable of chasing my own tail and running in my own circles by myself. That is all I am trying to say. The jester flustered. Now, my invisible friend, where do we go from here? Cass glanced around the woods. She had nowhere else to go. Her goal was to find the jester and she'd found him. It was time to ask about the secret. <laughs>